Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 127. I'm Big Ron Partlow. Of course, Dusty Hanshaw and Scott McNally are with me. And we are live because uh, we couldn't record Monday like usual, so we decided to go live, as we do occasionally. So uh, uh, what's up, guys? I guess let's start with Scott. I haven't talked to you since you got married. 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 That's You're gonna have to come back to me in just a minute. I've got some technical stuff over here I'm running with. So go oh, to Dusty. Go to Dusty. That's an, oh, I boy. think that's well, an I didn't out. get married. I'm not exciting. All right. Well, you already know what's going on with me, Ron. Um, the big news for us this weekend, the three of us, even though one of us decided to big league us and not come, is <laughs> I'm back, by the way. We're good. We were very stoked and could not believe how many people came up to the booth to talk about the show. Like, Ron and I were, by about halfway through the first day, I was kind of looking at him like, holy shit. <laughs> like, a yeah, lot it was of like people every with a lot person. of stories. Yeah, literally, I was blown away. So thank you <clears throat> to all of you that showed up because it was definitely humbling and exciting and made us realize like, oh, I guess, you know, more than my mom listens to the show. Cool. Yeah, my my whole thing is like, you know, without going to all the expos and stuff, I've just been at my gym. And so I know there's some people at my gym that listen to it. And that's pretty much the only people that I ever discuss it with. So it feels like we just do it and then we just move on, you know. And uh, so going to the expo and having like people come up and give you feedback. And, you know, people say like they went out of their way, like last five minute crew, last five minute crew. Like a lot of people were saying that's that. cool. And uh, and also people just saying like, oh, my favorite episode was, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they'll they'll like reference a, a favorite episode or whatever. And then people saying other stuff, too. Like, yeah, I'm on my second time through them. Huh. Like I had more than one person say that. Like, oh, I'm on my second time through them. I went and started back at the beginning. And I'm like, what? It's like Peaky <laughs> That's Blinders, like incredible. Only it's us. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and well, he said he was. He goes, yeah, there was something that I was looking for, so I just went back and listened to all of them. Um, so yeah, just kind of funny stuff like that. So we really uh, had a, you know, it was great to see everybody. Just you know, remind us that people are listening because you know you see the number and then you you add up all the Spotify and stuff sometimes and and let us know and. So it's just kind of funny to, you know, actually see that it's real people that actually it's not like just bots, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, tell us about the wedding. All right. So I, I'm bummed, first of all, that I had to miss the Arnold when we planned the wedding literally like a month ago. We had we didn't even think about the fact that the Arnold was coming up or I would have like waited and planned it one week later. But we have a uh, um, an immigration lawyer and we were listening to his advice, uh, his advices. So we we had to do what we had to do. And, and, and it went awesome. Like it was the best wedding ever because she had her mom, excuse me, her dad, her two sisters. And then I had my mom and my dad and my sister. So there was literally like six guests. Um, mm -hmm. we got married at this cool little greenhouse. It was beautiful. She looked amazing. Like just like drop dead, gorgeous, amazing. Um, and we had fun with it. There was nothing like no, no drama, no having to like, we have to go talk to these people now and these people oh, and don't yeah. forget about that guy and all of that. And then, so it was nice. And then we just all went out and we had really good steaks. Like, like these, um, you ever hear like a Wagyu steak? 
Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing. It was like the best steak I ever had in my life, these steaks. So I guess yeah. they massage the cows uh, daily. And they feed them beer, too. Do they? They feed them beer? Yeah, it fattens them up. Yeah, they feed, okay. them, yeah, they feed them beer. It was good. It was yeah, good. Massage massage Scott, yeah. Jeez. I, I don't go out for this stuff. I eat a burger. Ron again. Ron again with the random information. I'm like, how does he know this? I don't, but yeah, oh, Wagyu is uh, shit. It's also a uh, billion dollars. So good luck with the financing. I hope it goes well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so I, I did watch the Arnold on the live feed, uh, which I also want to say uh, are, they're not really our sister channel, uh, Fuad's channel, but, you know, kind of like a, a, a cousin of us, I would say. Uh, yeah. He was on the live feed and they did an incredible job. So I got to watch that from home and I saw Ron on TV. <laughs> He's kind of a big deal now. I didn't even know if he would come, to be honest, today. Yeah, I thought I, he was kind of done with us after that. Yeah, yeah. So did did you uh, were you surprised when I walked out on stage? That was awesome, man. <laughs> I've got a clip of it here. I'm going to see if I can. You know, I'll put it in post. No, I can't put it in post production. We're live, but we're live. Fool. It was amazing, though. <laughs> um, I was sitting there at my TV. Here it is. Here it is. And if you listen to the very end, you hear me start laughing. This is eight seconds long, so just bear with me a second. Let's see. Oh, wait. It's not going to play. That's a hold on. It's apparently it's not going to play. But yeah, there there was Ron. You see him standing over there. Uh, as, she, as she shook the, whole the thing hand of Arnold as well. I saw that. I saw that. So it was funny. Um, so they told me I was going to give out because Mutant was a title sponsor. Yeah. So they told me I was going to give out the Franco Colombo Most Muscular Award. And I was like, oh, okay, that's awesome. Fuck, yeah. I'll do that. And then and then I'm backstage. And, um, you know, Ian, our marketing guy, comes and grabs me and takes me backstage. And we're backstage just hanging out. And it's pretty chill. And uh, it was funny because Victor comes off stage. Victor was giving out the awards for the wellness. Yeah. So he was one of the guys. So Victor Martinez... He's got a suit on, He's, you know, doing good. awards for the ladies categories. Yeah. So he goes out on stage to give his award to the winner. Right. And uh, and then it was funny because I was watching the monitor and then Arnold comes in with the trophy and just kind of like wedges Victor out. And Victor just kind of <laughs> looks like he kind of looks like he doesn't know where to go. And then he just walks off stage and he comes off stage to where I'm standing and he's laughing. And he goes, man, I didn't know where to go. Arnold showed up, so I just ghosted everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that dude. So he literally, Victor went out and like gave her the, you know, the the medal or whatever, and raised her hand. And then when Arnold came out, he just walked off stage. Yeah. So I'm laughing, <laughs> and then I get to the top of the stage, and they give me the jacket to to hold. And the and the lady says to me, "You're gonna give Brand, you're gonna give the winner the award." And then when you come off, Arnold will go on. That's what she said. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's it's in my head. So we walk out. I give Brandon a coat, raise his hand. My Brandon gives me a little bro hug. We talk. It was cool. And then I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, Arnold's like walking towards where I'm standing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I feel like Victor. Where yeah. the fuck do I go? What do I do? <laughs> and I just laugh because... <laughs> you, you had fair warning. You still didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw it happen to Victor, but then she disarmed me by saying that we would come off and Arnold would go on. And yeah. I figured that's because he does the might. He does like, I don't know. I just figured it's because it was the, the, the guy's category or something. But that's not what happened. So and then Arnold turned to me and he had his hand out like this. 
he sort of had his hand out like i don't know like sort of like that right and um so it's like ha- i wasn't sure is he reaching for the jacket or is he shaking my hand <laughs> And you're then, on stage in front of everybody. And I'm on stage <laughs> holding the jacket. And then I, then he looks me right in the eye. And I think, okay, he's looking me in the eye now. That's like a handshake situation, Yeah, I figured. So I shook his hand. It seemed right, I yeah, think. It looked right and then he as the kind, audience. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. it looked good. And then I said something to him. I can't fucking remember exactly. And he said something back. Just fuck your freedom. And then he said something back. <laughs> <laughs> And then I and then and then I and then I walked off stage. I stood there for a second after that, and then I was like, "Okay, I have to leave now." So then I just like turned. So I'm then I'm trying to escape. I'm like walking pretty quickly to the like exit. Yeah. And I see Steve Kuklo out of my corner of my eye, step back and reach out his hand. And so now I'm like, "Oh shit! I have to stop again." Yeah. So then I, it was just, it was just weird. So I was shaking Steve's hand and I'm like, I don't know what to do. It was just, it was so funny. And I came off stage and I thought it looked fucking terrible. Right. Like I thought I must've looked like a bumbling idiot. But then when I watched the video, it was like, just, like it was smooth. It was tell. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's just a second in time, but to you, it's like this minute of awkwardness. Yeah. It was, it was funny. Only I'd Ron been, reads I got, that. You should have heard him describe it to me straight off the of stage. I got so <laughs> nervous telling me all, all this. And I said, I was like, Ron, it literally looked like you just seamlessly, you know, did the whole thing. I did feel like yeah, you shunned the other funny. half of the stage because you didn't say hi to those guys that also did well. He only said hi to Steve funny. and Justin. He's like, fuck you guys other than that. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't go the other way, right? So then I'm like, was I supposed to shake all their hands? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. <laughs> they don't give me any instructions. You know, it's just not uh, the same great. as a local show. You know, when you're at a local show and they're like, do you want to give out a trophy? You're like, sure. Just walk out, give yeah, a trophy, walk out, don't think. This is easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then Arnold shows up with a microphone and you're like, oh, my God. How many live streams did they sell? Is this like 200,000 people yeah. watching? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, it was more so than I got a comment know, on yeah. uh, I got a comment on uh, Dusty's new West Coast Iron Hat matching his Blue Mutant shirt. Yes. And yeah, this uh, is all part of the match plan today. It's good. And I finally, I finally got a Dusty Hanshaw fuck attention and respect shirt. I like and that. I point that out. That's right. It's good. So we did a little you, gift Dusty. exchange at breakfast. It was, uh, it was quite yeah, lovely. it was pretty cute. <laughs> did you guys get any pictures? Did you get pictures for me? We did. We got show? like five. Did you good? Okay, we got like five. Ron got them all. He's got them. We had people Ron's asking. Great. They're like, I wonder if they got the pictures. And I was like, I'm not going to be like really all of our way. Yeah, we got. We went impressive. really out of our way to like take them like on the last day at the last second. Good, good. So they're all the same shot, basically. Is what you're telling right, me. Right, right. Just slightly <laughs> also. We spent the entire weekend together, literally, other than uh, going to rest. And we still got five pictures in one location within three seconds of each other. <laughs> Statistically, <laughs> that's good for you guys. So I'll take it. We also we'll got a, one at a table, we'll though, with a, a bunch of people. Variety. That was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, we What's just that? have to. I said, we got one at the table. There's just, you got to get rid of like 18 other people. But if you want to. <laughs> Do that. We got another one. <laughs> Just use like a black bar to cover all their eyes out. Like on like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Post that as a photo of us. That'd be funny. Um, Dining with. Ron so let's talk about the fucking show. What did we you? Let's who's going to start? Who's going to start? Did you watch enough? Scott is going to have an opinion. Well, I I was not there as we've already 
discussed. Um, yeah, we know you ditched us. Yeah. Going by the live stream. Yeah, going by the live going stream. By the live stream. Prejudging. I was shocked by Bonnick, and we we did uh, um, we did kind of like a little wrap up. Uh, Nate Spear, Andrew Berry, Skip Hill, and I. A lot of people on our channel probably saw that, but I, you know, I was shocked that Bonnick looked so good, and shocked in a good way. Like I didn't expect him, and I think a lot of people didn't expect him to look as good as he did. It was fantastic. Um, I think getting with Chad was probably a really good move for him, and it's it, it's exciting, and it was it was cool to see him come back because. I remember I was I had the chance to go backstage for the 2020 Arnold and watch all the guys pump up and being like right there up next to him. Just the way his physique looked that year and he won looked so incredible. And I was like it, it was a life like honestly, it was a life changing moment being like three feet from the guy and seeing that, you know, uh, and, and just the whole experience was cool. But then from there, I hadn't really seen him show up the way, you know, we'd want him to. And I kind of had wondered, like, yeah, is this it? Is this it for Bonnick? Mm -hmm. And uh, then he did this. So I I was pleasantly surprised. And I thought to myself, holy shit, he's going to beat Brandon Curry. Like, I thought going into this, like, Brandon was going to be by himself and there'd be everybody else, you know? The battle would right. be second through whatever. And um, it wasn't the case. So that was cool. Then at the night show, I thought that Brandon looked really good. I thought Bonnick looked even better. But then I started asking myself, I was like, are they going to give it to Bonnick? And I started looking at pose for pose shape. And I, I've got a bunch of pictures if you guys wanted to talk about any of them. I don't think this is yeah. the best yeah. one of Brandon. But shape wise, I felt like, OK, I could kind of see how, you know, they could still give this to Brandon. Um, but, you know, at, at the same time, it's like to me, I thought Bonnick was the guy that really stood out to me so that. That was my take on it, um, and then I, you know, I didn't even talk about the rest of the placings. But I thought that was the most, that was the the biggest, the biggest news, I guess, the biggest story of of the event. Right. I don't know. What do you guys think? What does Dusty think? Well, of of the Arnold. I mean, the the big thing that we, I mean, as you guys know, I was pretty forward that I thought Brandon was going to dust everybody. Um, but being there at the night show, and we had really good seats, also. Um, I had William winning yeah. without question. Uh, and I prefer, I think, which is funny because I don't have a pretty physique, but I always prefer the pretty physique. And I just didn't see it close. Um, so there was that. I really thought it was William absolute, Brandon second, um, Steve a phenomenal third. That was cool. Um, that was and, another great line. And Ron did say um, that when he was on stage that William was even freakier when he got up there, like you'll have to explain huh. Ron, but you know, you said it was pretty drastic. Yeah. Right? When you yeah my, up. Well, yes. No, all, all I, all I meant was when I walked on stage, I was holding the jacket and I'm, I'm behind everybody. So obviously I'm not seeing like what they're presenting. Right. But you know, you get right. that real candid look, everyone's standing completely relaxed and you're walking up behind the ball. Yeah. And I remember just thinking Bonac's the hardest guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just something that just my brain just calculated. I'm like, that's the hardest guy. That guy right there is harder than everyone else. But just, just, to, you know, like it's, it's noticeable to me. Now mm -hmm. the thing with Bonac is his app there. So his ab thigh, I thought was really weirdly not working. Like right. I thought it was a pose that he like, like actually scored last on.
Do you know what I mean? If that sounds, if that you makes can see sense, he was like, having I don't a, know if he was having a hard time getting his abs. You can see that. I yeah, mean, like I'm not sure shot, what's, was what was person. wrong. If and like I, I don't have a clue what's going on. Like if he just had like too much food in him, or he just has having a hard time with his abs or something, or like I don't know what. But I just felt like his ab thigh, there was like something wrong with the pose. Like he couldn't <clears> hit it, and he would literally be getting like like if you're looking at the top six call out. He would literally be if you're going pose for pose. He would be sixth in that pose. You know what I mean? Yeah, his side triceps and, suffered on the uh, abs as well. If you look at it, yeah. And so there's a couple poses: the side tricep as well. I just don't think I'm a fan of Bonax side try. And I mean that po- that photo looks awesome. But that picture, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that photo looks awesome. But I'm just saying, I, I don't know if that's the way I would have him do it for his body. Mm. And then um, his side chest is like hyper muscular. But I'm also not really a fan of his structure in the side chest. I know that sounds funny, but like, I don't know. I, I like guys that look like they lift their chest up and out. And he almost looks like he kind of, I don't know, pushes down and in with his. And again, like I might just be overly critical of his structure in a couple of poses. Yeah. Um, but then I thought he won the back double. Right? So he wins the then he wins the back double to me. And so just because the glutes were harder than everybody and the hamstrings yeah. were more like clearly cut. So much so, material too. So then also too, I'm going to let everybody off the hook here. I was standing backstage and I don't know if it was a fog machine or if it was like, like, a, like it was supposed to keep the air cooler or something. I don't know. But there was like a fucking fog machine. It was like pumping out like white smoky mist and then a fan was blowing it straight up into the air behind the curtain what yeah and they were just like cranking it out and it was just cranking the whole time i was back there like it was non-stop just running just cranking this white mist up like i don't know if it was fog machine or what it was because i couldn't quite get close enough to tell but the air was like hazy the whole place was like hazy had like a haze to it and you know obviously that's like air quality would matter at a bodybuilding show when you're looking at guys that are like 4% body fat. So um, I'm just wondering if like, unless you were super close, you were literally looking through kind of cloudy, like the whole place was kind of cloudy. It was like filtered and basically. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, what's he talking about? (laughs) Yeah. But I'm just saying I was backstage. There was a fucking fan there blowing, like it was blowing like white fucking mist up in the air. And it looked like a smoke machine. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I guess that's just to set the ambiance or whatever. But, um, you know, and so everyone watching a live stream too. Like, you know, I'm just saying, you know, when I was standing up on stage, I was like, you know what? The judge is right down. Like they were, then I was like, fuck, whatever. I guess these guys got, like, these guys know what has, is going on up here. I, I can definitely say that um, Brandon looked great. Like he looked fucking awesome. Yeah. And, and Bonak looked great, fucking better than he's been in years. And then I think Steve Kuklo could have even placed higher. Really? Like if the judges, if the judges would have put Steve ahead of either one of those guys and and he would have landed a second, no one, like no one would have been like, what? Everyone would have been, everyone would have yeah. been like, fuck, they went with Steve. Yep, this is fuck. Okay, about time. Like, he huh. got some love, you know, like, like that, like, you know, it wasn't, 
any sort of like top two and then run away. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Puko was right fucking there. Like go on Steve's Instagram and look at those night show pictures of him and his posing routine. Like, he just looked fucking incredible. And when I was up on stage, I remember thinking like, he's fucking huge. You yeah. know, he's bigger than everybody else. That's what I think. I don't know. He's one of the biggest guys out there right now. But he looked really good, man. And some people were like, oh, his legs were downsized. And they were saying all this stuff about him. And I'm like, I don't know what you were looking at, but he was just fucking peeled. You know? Yeah, his legs were not down for sure. Like, I feel like he proved uh, that a lot of us have to remember to just come all the way down. Because he was down 10 pounds from last year, and he looked bigger. Hmm. Yeah, he just just looked awesome. I don't know. He looked bigger. Yeah, and then so. uh, Justin. So I gotta say, Justin Rodriguez. Um, I didn't. I just. I don't think I realized how big he was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen him. Did he do the 2019 Olympia? Like, I he didn't see Arnold him last close. year. He yeah. got what? He got third last year, or fourth last year as well. He did really he got good fourth last year. year as well. Yeah. I didn't realize how big he was. I thought he was going to be like one of the smaller guys in the class, I guess. And then when I realized how big he was, he was, he was awesome. I really felt like, oh, wow, I missed him when I called my top five because I just thought he was a smaller guy. Huh. Yeah. And um, I didn't realize how big his arms are. He's got the fucking craziest front double. Like the arms in the front double are just ridiculous, you know? So, um yeah, it was it was good. And then Samson was fifth, right? Yeah. Was he sixth? Fifth. Fifth. He fifth. was fifth. Yeah. Um he His impressed me. Wacky. I didn't I didn't realize how big he was either. Those hey, two Samson, guys. I thought Samson mm-hmm. was a, Was Samson fifth? I'm gonna look because it's been like yeah, yeah, Samson was fifth, and then no, they were Brett very close. Like it was very, very close. I'm just thinking how they were standing. I think Samson was I thought Samson moved into fourth. Uh, no. And behind Kuklo. Nope. No? Okay. Yeah, Justin was definitely fourth, then Samson, then uh, Brett. Yeah, I okay. got the photo here. They got them standing on stage. Okay. In that order. So. Yeah, but Brett, um, I feel like the one thing I wanted to mention um, was the, and I don't know how to word this, but the unfair uh, disadvantage Brett had coming in by everyone assuming he was going to win and like pushing it through. I kind of feel like, and I hate to say unfair because always it's great to have fans thinking you're going to win, but I think that we definitely, um, he was fourth. Was he yeah, really? that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was fourth. Oh, yeah, wild. and then Justin, Justin, oh, right, Justin was fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin was that fifth one did surprise he me, on the right. other side of Kuklo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did yeah, think that it was a little awesome. bit, uh, a little bit like, a disadvantage because all of a sudden sixth to a lot of people seemed like surprising in a bad way. Yeah. Forgetting how stacked that lineup is and that it's his second yeah, open Jesus. pro show. Like I thought he, yeah, he I thought looked that wild. It's just, him. it was phenomenal. I just think that uh, we almost, and, and I say I was guilty of this too, is because someone came out and won the Arnold in their first shot, you're kind of like, Oh, it can be done. Whereas a year <laughs> ago when people were like, Oh, Nick Walker's going to win the Arnold. I'm like, Oh fuck. He is. Yeah. You know, and then right. he comes and stomps them. And then a year later, I'm like, well, Brett could win, you know, <laughs> and, and kind of, you know, put him yeah. right past some of the best that have been in the game for a decade. Yeah. So I thought he yeah. was phenomenal. And I'm I'm stoked that the fans didn't 
not that they didn't react well, but just that it's definitely a reminder that it takes time. You know, I mean, because you could see as good as he was, you're talking about a decade longer for some of these guys or longer of actual bodybuilding. I mean, he was doing physique or uh, classic 17 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now he's a freak <laughs> open getting sixth at the Arnold. I was actually really impressed with him. Um, I just wish that in hindsight, it would have been more of a shock that he got sixth and a positive than a, Oh, we thought he was going to get second. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's so. also, also, I looked at, I did look at the scores. Now I remember now, um, Justin and Samson were the two guys that changed the most, I think, between prejudging and finals. I could see that. Someone was only a point Samson different. Was, I can't remember who it was. Like one of the yes, two guys. But Samson, after prejudging, I think Samson was like, you know, at the back of that call out or whatever at the end of prejudging, mm -hmm. but he moved up and then Justin fell a bit. I, I can't remember what the numbers were. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really good show, you know? Um, Killer Arnold. And the expo was really like I had, a, I had a lot of fun at the expo because it wasn't crazy like nuts like it normally is. Hmm. Yeah. And the the booths were spread out a little bit more because it wasn't totally sold like like, you know, they did a great job. It looked full. It felt full. It was a really good expo. But it wasn't like the Arnold before where you're like, this whole place is a fire hazard. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like <laughs> like, you know, when it gets to the point where the fire department, I don't know if you've seen that, but there's been a couple Arnold's where the fire department is like telling booths like we might have to shut you down yeah like i remember rob yeah. and dana one year their booth caused such a crazy uh, uh backup at the arnold that the fire department was like we might have to close this booth Holy because crap. this is like dangerous there's too many people like, people can't move you know yeah so mm -hmm. um they came by our booth when the slap fights were going on because uh yeah. the when the when the slap fights were going on, oh, you guys, this fucking slap fight thing. So <laughs> it was happening. It was happening right in front of our booth. No we kidding. had the best booth because we were, we were the title sponsor. So we had the prime real estate right on the corner, right in front of the stage. So I watched like the classic prejudging and everything, right? Yeah. But the slap fights were up there. And when the slap fights started, the whole expo came over. So the whole area. So our booth was sh literally shut down for like an hour. Like, yeah, they were we couldn't in with do us. anything. We just. <laughs> Yeah, me and Dusty just like leaned on a table and watched the slap fights because no one could get to the booth. It was completely enclosed, wrapped around, wrapped in people. Huh. So everyone just stopped what they were doing and watched the slap fights for an hour. It was pretty funny, actually. You know, what a fucking weird thing to see at the expo. It was, the funny thing was how Arnold was up on stage, like commentating. Was he really? You no, know, like they'd, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like sitting there, and like like they'd have a they'd have a match, and then they'd like put the mic in front of Arnold. You know, huh. and I don't know what he's saying because I couldn't hear like. It was too noisy, but it was just funny. I don't know if he's saying like, oh, good form on that, or I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, did you guys get to do any training while you were out there in Columbus? How'd that go? The training was phenomenal. Um, so I woke up every day and did not go to the gym and ate breakfast. Okay. Every day. Okay. We did. I didn't train yeah. for four days. It was and it was funny. <laughs> Ron and I didn't even discuss it. It like, just I, didn't it happen. Like a, it was just a it was just pure uh we both knew that this shit was not happening yeah it was so busy like no words were even needed to say we are not waking up at six in the morning to go train yeah yeah and there after the no, expo, yeah. there was no time because we were booked like immediately for either the team dinner we went to the show um and then obviously sunday was uh straight you know i literally left the expo early to get to the airport so it's the first year, though, that I didn't even consider going to the gym. It wasn't a thought. 
Okay. Yeah, Old and I, retired, uh, I, guess. I trained. I trained legs on Thursday because I was already there. I got there Tuesday to shoot at American Barbell. So I shot on Wednesday with Mutant and trained chest. And then I trained legs on Thursday at the pro, the, that, you know, the old powerhouse downtown, the pro gym or whatever, whatever they call it now, the pros gym. Yeah. And uh, I trained legs there and it was so busy, man. It was like thir- Expo Thursday, right? It was so fucking busy. I could hardly train legs. Like I, I couldn't get a leg press. I never did get a leg press. Um, I couldn't get the normal leg extension. I couldn't get it. I tried to get it like the whole workout. I had to get use the single leg. They had like a single leg there. And mm-hmm. uh, I used the same leg curl machine for like five, five or six hard sets because I could only get the one leg curl. It was just really fucking crowded. So I didn't even bother. We didn't even talk about it. And then um, Sunday night at like 10 p.m., I went downstairs in the hotel gym and I did like a shoulder <laughs> arm blast. I did like 20 sets of laterals and a fucking arm superset for like 30 minutes and just got a crazy pump. And then I went to bed. That was it. So you want to look full. Dusty was already home by then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, My flight was fucked again. So I don't know what it is, but just, you know, do not fly American under any circumstance. I tried to dodge them on the trip, but I had to take them home. It was just the only option to get to the get back. And I had a two-hour layover, so I knew I had plenty of time. I'd make my flight, and my flight still left an hour and a half late. Damn, Damn. this fucking airline. So, yeah, but yeah. I ordered a shit ton of food at one of those restaurants there, so I spent like $120 eating dinner at uh, the, the, the airport. So we're good. Oh God. Good. <laughs> That's just like two items, of course, at an airport, you know, 120 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So here's my curiosity, and we have to do this now. Then who wins the Boston show this weekend? Because it's sliding right over. I think Kuklo's not doing it. Brandon's not doing it. But I think William is, right? I heard Kuklo was doing the, it. He just wasn't on the list. He? he wasn't on the list. Okay. So I think that's going to be real interesting. Like I feel bad for the guys who jumped into Boston real quick and didn't realize they were doing the Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, they get the they get the Arnold cooldown round. Um I uh yeah, if I, I, I have just a feeling Kuklo Kuklo's due here to make a jump, I think. I don't think now correct me if I'm wrong, but you mm-hmm. you got a saying, I remember someone said it to me once. If you compete long enough, there's gonna be a show where you get blatantly fucked. And then there's going to be a show where you get a real gift that you just like hmm. don't understand. So right. I'm just wondering, has Kuklo ever had a free show? Like no. a lot of well, bodybuilders. Well, have had no, the he won the. Um, Did he ever he win a show? Like, what the fuck? Remember when he he beat he beat Bayeki at like the Arnold uh, Spain or Arnold one Brazil? of those? I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, he won one where, and it was almost like the show. And I hate to say it like this, but at this point in life, I can say it. It's like the show that ended the Bayeki that we were all waiting for. Because, like, he was really? kind of the blatant winner. Um, it's funny. I don't even – this is classy. You said that. I didn't remember that. Someone posted it. And I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I can't remember well, what year it was. For, he might be due for another, like, close call that goes his way. I just feel right. like Well, Steve I don't think like, at this point he's – I don't think at this point it would be a gift. He's just so good. I I, I think he'll improve yeah. on last week, and that would be scary because he was 
like you said, he was bonkers. When he came out, we were like, ooh, he's fucking I also got to like, <laughs> I got to go out of my way. I got to go out of my way to mention this too. Um, oh, I, I kept, I got, a, I got a few notes from the weekend. So I'm just going to do these notes real quick. Um, yes. We got to say hi. I said that we would say hi. So we got to say hi to Taryn and Hannah from Zanesville, Ohio. And Taryn and Hannah specific. were these very specific. There were these great, great fans of the show that we talked to at the booth. And Dusty and I were, we said, you know, there's way more girls coming up to us than we expected. Because, you know, what do you tell us? Our stats say YouTube is like, what, 2% female? Yeah, YouTube says like zero or something. And I know it's more right. than that, but YouTube is but like that's why it's funny. one, you know, where there's one girl for every 10,000 ma- males right. that are well, watching we the show. We met like 30 of them this weekend. Hell, yeah, so that was that, all our female listeners then. That was all of them. That's all of them. Yeah. We literally <laughs> met every single one of them. No, that's cool. So we thought statistically there has to be a lot of ladies signed in on their guys' YouTube. <laughs> You know, right? Yes. We came you up with a whole be, theory, Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we met far too many ladies that watch the show. I was walking back from the gym. I'm just on the street Thursday after legs. Nobody on the sidewalk. Chris Aceto's walking towards me. Oh, no kidding. So I stop and I'm I stop and talk to Chris right in the middle of the street. There's no one around. He's on his way to the gym to take a look at somebody. And we're we're standing there laughing and talking, and these four girls walk by. And they walk by and they kind of look at me and I give them a nod and then they keep walking and I keep talking to Chris and then they come back and they're like, are you, you're wrong. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, we watch a show. I want to take a photo with you. Oh, yes. So Chris takes our picture. <laughs> it was so funny because I, 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 I was, I was bugging Chris. I was like, do you want to follow me around and take pictures all weekend? And he's like, uh, you know, and uh, so, so Aceto took, takes the picture. I don't think they knew who he was too. That was, I don't think they knew Aceto. We got to get him back on. We need him here. So, so I, that was a moment that I enjoyed because I looked, uh, I looked like a stud in front of Chris. I thought that was pretty funny. It's good. So that was, that was, that was one of my highlights. But so anyways, I'm looking at the notes back to, back to Kuklo. I fucking loved his music. Yes. Now you guys couldn't hear his music on the live stream, right? Because they got to pump in some bullshit music. Isn't that what they do? Uh, I think I think it was on there. I had it turned down, so I, I'm not sure. But oh, I, I think okay. they had the music on there. Yeah. So, anyways, my point is there was a bunch of amazing posing routines at the final, and I thought that I kind of felt like maybe I hadn't noticed it happening, but yeah. I felt like the men's open posing leveled up. Yeah. Like it. It's it's gotten a lot better. Like, you know, the age of just not having anything and just winging it and not really doing any artistic shots. And like, that's, I was just like, wow, I, I don't, maybe I just hadn't watched the finals in person in so long. Like it's been a couple of years, but I mean, Brandon came out and he posed to a really slow, beautiful version of eye of the tagger. And mm-hmm. he was, he's just an amazing poser. And then Bonac used this really cool mix of In the Air Tonight. Oh, that was but great. Had, yeah, I did hear but that. But he had Muhammad Ali and Arnold quotes popping off in the background. Yeah, but you know, they, it was like, their voices too, yeah. Their voices, yeah. It was just awesome. 
And then um, Samson posed to Creed. He had a mix of stuff, but I think he had a mix of stuff. But there was a, like a Creed song, and he started doing like Lavrone tribute stuff. And yeah. He did the side, the, the most muscular to the side, you know, that lunging most muscular when that Creed song hit. And it was like fucking awesome. And everybody cool. like fucking popped because they knew what it was. But then Kuklo comes out, and he's got this version of – so I hear the, the Zeppelin whole lot of love – guitar riff but it's war pigs by black sabbath but with whole lot of love from zeppelin like mixed on top of it because they're at the same tempo of song so it was Mm -hmm. like this fucking awesome mix and then you know he sort of the song would fade to more war pigs and ozzy's voice would you'd hear ozzy's voice yeah and then it, it would fade to the zeppelin side and you'd hear robert plant's voice and it was going back and forth and it was fucking like I really fucking liked it. It was a it was a, a a pleasant surprise to see so much effort put into the the men's finals posing for the open. I thought that everyone brought like a really great routine, and um, yeah, man, I just I had a good time watching everybody. You know, maybe it's the classic only- guys now are like forcing the hand of the open division. Maybe they see like those guys they see terrence ruffins and they're like fuck i gotta step this up yeah it's yeah. making me look bad you should have seen though scott because as the music is going i see ron's head he like, was into it huh? getting into it and then he looks I'm at like me and he goes, this is you know what that is and i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> and he's like breaking it down to us exactly what's happening and i'm like Oh, now I hear like because I was I was just watching like I'm such a dumbass. I'm literally just watching his routine and hearing music. Yeah, and Ron's like breaking down the music, and I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. Only like, Ron. This is War Pigs. Every- this is War Pigs mixed with whole lot of love. Like this is it was unbelievable. Though we're, we were like ten seconds into it when he's calling this shit out. <laughs> and it was awesome because it was in, it's like you know it's in stereo, right? So like. Jimmy Page's guitar was coming from the left side of the stage, the whole lot of love riff. But then the War Pigs riff was coming the right side of the stage. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is vicious. This is vicious. I love it. I even sent a uh, message to Steve. I was like, dude, who did that mix? We'll see what he says. But I just, that was just a highlight for me. I, I was having a blast. Dusty was just laughing. He's like, yeah, I don't care. It's typical because of course he knows this shit. I mean, it was funny because I did. I laughed because I'm not kidding, Scott. We were maybe 15, 20 seconds in. Yeah. And he's giving me the full yeah. breakdown of what's happening because he knows I have no fucking I'm idea. Like, look, look, that's <laughs> Paige. That's Paige. And that's Tommy Iommi. We're coming out. I remember in this video, he was using like, the pink guitar. Nuts. You remember that? I'm like, no. Now, this yeah. may be a related note. It may not. It may be a related note. You asked the audience. You said, if anybody is going to be in Columbus, I'm hoping to get some some weed did did this oh. did this happen and did this have anything to do with your appreciation for the music no no there's no i, I picked that no, the, the music is one we did happen I, for the record i was definitely i was i was i was definitely helped out more than once okay so i mean yes. did you see my pictures <laughs> the weed happened the gummies happened oh god things were good yeah and look who yes. i was with Look what was happening. Yeah. Pay Come attention on. to the group. Pay attention to the group. Read the room. There are. <laughs> I don't know. If there are a few people in that group that actually can't function without. So <laughs> I don't know exactly what's happening in our comments here, but Chris said Aceto looked so damn awesome in his bodybuilding days. 
And Gareth followed that up with this. He says, uh, Aceto now looks like somebody in the witness protection program. I don't know what that is, but it's funny. It's, it's true, actually. <laughs> well, Aceto likes to blend in. He definitely yeah. likes to just blend in. He doesn't want to, like, you know, doesn't want to wear weird fucking goofy shit and stand out. Yeah. He's just going to, you know, yeah, that's Aceto. Aceto. Oh, God. Could be, could be like, Aceto could be Walter White, though, and you'd never know. That's true, too. What's that, Dusty? There it was. I was just reading the questions now. I'm, I'm now. So I had oh, a bunch Juan of questions Morel. from a question box. That, that's it. It was Juan Morel, this guy said. That's right. That should have won the Arnold Brazil. Okay. Yeah. See, look at this. So this that's is why I need these people. 2013. See, there, see, there you go. Yeah. See? There, there you, you go. go. See? You see? I knew there was that. You knew there was that one. You knew there was that one. Vic knows. Okay, well, there you go. See, I need these people because I don't okay. remember shit. There's a lot of drugs in my life. Um, <laughs> that's classic. See, I didn't have the right people in it. How do you like that? So, Well, don't worry, everybody, because Juan Morel's winning life now because he's making millions, so we're good. <clears throat> there you go. There we go. Do, you, do we want to go through some of these questions or pick them yes. off this board? I mean, we've already missed a bunch, but I got a bunch here that are really good. Cool. Yeah, we, we we'll get should. get some of these, too. Yeah, I, I highlighted the... We got to get the livers. Yeah, I highlighted the people. I, I, I agree. J Jacob, Samson with 10 more pounds on shape, top three Olympian. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I definitely think he could be. He could grow into be Olympia, I think. I mean, he was wild in person. I've never seen him in person. I thought Samson was nuts. So right. with some time, whew. I don't think people really... Like his, he's a big man with like a tiny waist i mean he's a how tall is he he's a big fucking dude he didn't look, oh let's see he didn't look yeah, short I thought he was next to big. next to steve he's like he's got like he's got to be like 511 right in there 10 6 yeah foot and yeah because like, i i was hanging i hung out with samson a bit on uh thursday night um and uh or was it wednesday night i think it was wednesday night i hung out a bit with samson and um yeah i was i had never met him but he, i knew he was super dry when he walked up because i was hanging out with fuad and paul and we were waiting for samson to come because fuad was going to interview him and when samson walked up he had had a t-shirt on but his forearms he looked like he was like drier than dry you know when you see someone's forearms and yeah. you're like oh this guy's in shape <laughs> yeah i just knew immediately Selfing. and and then another thing was he didn't look that heavy right but mm -hmm. then Fuad told me he was like 270. And I was like, what? So wow. I knew if he's if he's if he if he looks lighter than like that much lighter than he is, then you know he's dense and fucking yeah. packed. Right? You know what I mean? It's like it's like dark star matter. You yeah. know? Yeah. Just I haven't seen him train. How does he train? Is he like a volume um, guy? Is well he's he British. Heavy? I mean he... Yeah, so I assume he trains heavy as fuck. That's what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He trains hard. You can tell by how he looks. But it's grand. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was good, man. Um, funniest moment of the Arnold weekend. I got to ask that one. What was your funniest moment, Dusty? Do you remember? Oh, God. Well, I, I wouldn't say the funniest, but a moment that I had at the booth that was a little shocking because I had these two guys like chatting it up with me and I didn't realize they were shaking me down the whole time. And they're like, well, how tall are you? And I was like, I don't know, 5'10". He's like, what do you weigh right now? And I said, uh, I was like low 290s, 293 or something today. And uh, 
all of a sudden he pulls out a tape measure. He goes, you mind if I measure you? And I was You're like, kidding me. Sure to God. It'll, it'll be on the internet somewhere. I'm sure. Cause they're filming it. I'm like, go ahead. And I was five, 10 and a half. So apparently I got taller, which is nice. And then I step on the scale and I was 293. But I just thought to myself, like, I get it, but kind of douchey. Because I know we all know bodybuilders lie about their weight and height and stuff. But I thought it was kind of funny because I'm like, this is odd. And I mean, I didn't mind. I even told the guys, like, you thought I was going to fucking lie? Like, I'm a 40-year-old man. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> it's pretty simple. That's I was funny. 230 seven months ago. But yeah, it was really weird. I mean, they literally pulled out a scale. He's like, you mind stepping on the scale? And I'm like, sure. I already know what I weigh, so go ahead. But it was very funny. And I found out that they do this. And some guys get pissed off with them for it. And I'm like, well, I think it's the way you undercover it that makes it why they react weird because you're trying to, like, bust people out. But it was interesting, to say the least. I was like, I don't mind. Right. I saw you you talking to those guys, and they they never even bothered talking to me. I must not look like much of a pro anymore. So, but they were, (laughs) they definitely got dusty. But the funny thing is, is if they would have done me, I probably would have underweighed myself. Because yeah. I, I, right. I would have given them my I would have given them my at home number and I'm at the expo eating burgers. <laughs> so I would have probably been the only guy that came in underweight. <laughs> yeah, you're all, actually you're ten pounds heavier than that, fatty. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm going to take a brief moment to shout out our sponsors. I'll make it quick, but this stuff's super important because it's our sponsors that help to make this show possible. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. And if it wasn't for you shopping with our sponsors, we wouldn't be here either. You can support our programming by shopping with truenutrition.com. They're our title sponsor. They've supported us for a number of years. They have awesome health and performance supplements. You can ask Skip or Dusty or Scott Stevenson all about True Nutrition and they'll tell you how good of a company they are. Hardcore bodybuilders have trusted them for over 15 years now. Use our code THINK. You'll get some savings. You'll support our programming. If you're in Canada, you can shop with supplementsource.ca. They have highly discounted supplements, discounts on bulk orders, and free shipping over $99. Check them out. And finally, you can directly support our programming on Patreon. I'll have links below for Patreon and everything else. We're taking more questions over there, and I appreciate everybody who's already helping to directly support our programming through our Patreon. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging with me. Let's get back to the show. Yeah. (laughs) My funniest moment... Yeah, my funniest moment of the weekend was Justin Shire told a story about shitting his pants at the airport. And oh God. it was the funniest fucking story. He had the whole room. We were all in Ben Chow's hotel room watching the UFC fights. Yeah. And we're talking about, like, honestly, man, bro chat is real. bro bro chat is real like they don't get together and go hey okay we're going to talk about ridiculous shit that's just what happens like so we're in the hotel room and we're telling shit in your pants stories it's just naturally what happens around those guys and justin shire tells us shitting his pants at the airport story that just kills the room like it was fucking hilarious that guy they were holding the plane for him oh my god his wife was holding the plane and he was like cleaning himself up in the fucking fucking amazing story. So I talked to Justin. Um, we're going to have him on the show and we definitely have to get him to tell maybe that <laughs> story. Story. another better one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Definitely a highlight. Um, so hey, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Speaking of Dusty's weight, I didn't see this yet, but you were on muscle in the morning. Did you know that you were I'm on? Not. Dave Palumbo's, yeah, RX Muscle, something about 
Victoria told me. She saw it in her feed and she was like, hey, you know, I'm doing my research for you. I haven't watched it yet, but you're on uh, RX Muscle, something about like that you were you're pushing your weight back up type thing. I don't know. Ah, look at this wife material just out there. I know. She's doing business. She is. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that like back in the day I would have known that. And now I'm like, oh, cool. That's cool. No idea. Wait, Dave, who? (laughs) I don't even watch this stuff. What? (laughs) My take is if they're talking about Dusty, that's a slow news day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly like there's guys actually still doing this shit <laughs> like when you watch the, the arnold just ended news you had nothing like, else <laughs> yeah that's when they, you know yeah, like, the you're arnold right they toss in the that's like in the, in the news where they tell you all this bad shit they go but don't worry an 80 year old had a great birthday party today and you're like what? <laughs> <laughs> i don't care yeah. they're like we just had to throw something positive in there about the old people i'm like oh that's me we need great. filler we need filler <laughs> 32 extra seconds to fill what are we going to do what else do we have for questions okay there we go morgan mack handling us as well oh morgan mack's watching you know yeah. i haven't been I, I so i had the comment box closed for a while i wasn't even realized How about so, this um, one because i i kind of went through i can highlight the questions so i've been trying to highlight the questions versus just the comments justin said uh, uh not to jump the gun, but how do you think Nick Walker would have placed had he competed this year at the Arnold? So I saw Nick backstage because he was handing out awards too. Looked huge. And I never, yeah, and I, I don't think I've actually met Nick until that moment. Like I went up and talked to him and I was trying to remember, like, did I meet a young Nick Walker in 2019 at the Expo? I don't even fucking remember, but definitely meeting now. And so we talked for a bit. And I just said, how does it feel to be watching the show? And he just looked at me and he goes, well, I'm supposed to be in it. <laughs> right. And I was like, ah, he really fucking wanted to do this show, you know? Uh, and um, yeah, real good guy. We only chatted for a second. And then I was with Fuad when, um, uh, with Fuad and Paul and those guys, we were walking over to the other hotel to watch the fights. And Nick came up on the street corner and so I realized right then that him and Fuad had never met because Fuad and him walk up to one another and they're like, we finally meet. No kidding. We finally meet. And they like gave a handshake and like a hug and they took a picture and I was like, oh, they actually just met today. Like, that's funny. Cause you know, we're, we all just assume that everyone's, but no, they haven't been, you know, Fuad hasn't been traveling. So right. it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. But anyways, uh, Nick, Nick obviously wanted to do the show. So. I decided to throw that in. But I mean, you know, Nick Nick didn't beat Brandon at the O. Right? Right. So, you know, he would have had to contend with with Brandon. Um so that would have been very interesting, you know, but we'll Was see. this a better Brandon at the Arnold or not? Well, I wasn't at the Olympia, right? So now I'm trying to remember like, you know, that's what, trying to compare I, the I pitches. feel like I guess I what I was my hint was he definitely wasn't blatantly better because I didn't feel that. Um, no, no. But we also did say none of us would have had a problem if Brandon won the Olympia. Um, so that's tough. I mean, I, I think you really do have to see because Nick, in my opinion, I know he hasn't competed, but Nick has absolutely improved since the Arnold last year. Yeah, uh, and right. since the Olympia. So yeah. If here's what I'll say, and this is bold, but um, if I had to bet money on it and Nick came in, 
then I, I, I don't, I do think that he would have a chance of taking it away. You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not oh, well, nervous to say that. Plus, he has ever. a different mindset right now. Um, I, Nick has a f- scary mind because I really yeah. do think he 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 believes in his soul. He's winning the Olympia this year, hmm. and when you have that belief, that's something to contend with. And when you're genetically a freak, I mean, I if somebody said to me, "Are you willing to bet a large amount of money that Nick Walker will not win the Olympia?" I'd say absolutely not. I'm not betting against him. Hmm. Like, yeah, you know, I don't see anyone's trajectory higher than his right now. You know, as far as improving, so you know, yeah. If if, if I had to put a, a bet that he could have won the Arnold, I guess I would say possibly. You know, wouldn't shock me if he yeah, won again, even in this lineup. No, no, <clears throat> with a guy like that who's improving, and um, yeah, I'm. I, I would never count him out of winning any show at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. What about this one? Did anyone make you guys feel like a fanboy when you met them? Last five minute crew. We know all these people. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's yeah. no moment in a bodybuilding expo or show where you guys are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I met this." You know, something like that. No, no. That the like I said, the closest that like um, the closest that I've been to being like starstruck yeah. in a in like decades was on and i've already met arnold twice so i've met arnold gotten photos with him twice but on stage in the moment with so much going on i was like i was like holy fuck arnold standing beside me and i was like shaking his hand i was pretty i was pretty nervous that like i was a little bit of a mess when that was all going on but i don't know if that was just because of the moment with everything and not just because it was it was arnold you know it was just like I just kind of got a little bit like a little nervous. I think that was the moment though, because if you were set, like if when we went to lunch, if he'd have walked in on that thing, it would have been like, Hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't get that way with anyone though. I've had weird um, history of running into a lot of people. I think the only thing that I will say from all the way from being a kid is um, meeting famous people or 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 athletes or something the one thing i learned when i was a kid was that people remember because i remember the athletes that like dropped everything to say hello to a 12 year old kid Mm. and the ones that were like Mm -hmm. fuck off kid i got shit to do yeah um Mm -hmm. but you know but other than that like yeah definitely no starstruck but i but i do and it's funny but i more enjoy seeing our our friends because just like ron said I mean, I, w- I was probably most excited to see Ron and the, and the crew because it had been – I hadn't seen Ron since 2019, Scott. No kidding. You forget yeah, I that guess that you makes see sense. somebody every day or every week, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. The Olympia 2019 is the last time I saw Ron. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the more drastic stuff for us. What else we got? You want me to keep going down this the the, the list? Yeah, we yeah, here? sure. Oh, okay, good. All right, cool. We got a bunch of. We them. want to reward the live people, right? We want to. Well, I got a bunch. If there's if there's if you need to come come to me, I got one. But all right, we've got a bunch here. Yeah, this one. So we got a training question here. Actually, we had a few training questions. How about this one? Um, I always hear Ron and Dusty talking about four days a week training. Uh, what was your go to split four days a week for all those years? From Max. Go ahead, Ron. My mine was the Dorian split. It was uh, right out of the magazine, 
And then when I got the Blood and Guts video and I watched it for the first time, I realized that the magazine was 100% correct and I'd been doing exactly that for like a while already. And that was uh, chest biceps, quads, hams, day off, delts, triceps, back and calves, day off. So that was a split that I, and then sometimes two days off after the back and calves. So I actually structured it like a, two on one off, two on two off, or I'd put Mm -hmm. the second off day. I'd put the two off days after legs. So I'd go, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And then there was a while where I moved legs from Friday to Saturday. So it was Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So it was four days a week, but I trained like 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 pretty much 10 years. Yeah. I trained. um, It was, Truly a push-pull leg. So chest, shoulders, tries, back and buys, a separate day. And then legs were a separate day. And I would finish the entire body in three days and start the rotation again on the fourth day. So it was like Monday, that. Tuesday, off Wednesday, then Thursday, Friday, off Saturday, Sunday. So basically, whatever you hit on Monday was also hit on Friday each week, but a different set of movements. Right. So the the whole idea behind Dante's program is – the volume per workout is down, but the number of times you hit each muscle per month is up yeah. from the traditional bro split of five days a week. Everything gets hit once a week. Ooh, speaking of Dante, we had some Dante questions. Dante Trudell chimed in on our feed here. Uh, he says, um, with Ron's multitude of injuries, has Ron ever torn a glute sitting down in his chair for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Here I expect Dante to no. have like some sort of big deep question for you, Ron. And yes, like, yes. Question. There's been no no glute tears yet. The uh, the connections are all holding true so far. Okay, you it's know, a very comfortable chair. Happy to say. <laughs> yes. I am. I is that what I'm known for? Am I known for having a multitude of injuries? I really only had the one major injury. We knew about the the quad. That was the the big. It's one, not really that you had a multitude, yeah. but you always mention them because you're always talking about training around. Yeah. Well, it's because they they all added that. up. They all added up to create the mess I'm in. But I only really had the one major like surgery, you know, incident. You know? Yes. Okay. What's yeah. this one? This is another one from Dante. This one's for Dusty. He says, "How many times has Dusty said, oh, Christ, when viewing rack chin videos?'" that are a upside-down plank slash bent-over row with body weight? Oh, because they're they're not it's, hanging? Like, they've got their body So here's what's painful like this. about this is, okay, number one, I've posted videos, but I actually at one point posted a video with, a, with Dante's exact explanation of the movement. Yeah. And one of the things is that your body stays in an L is the whole idea. You know what I'm saying? Because once you lean back, you're doing like a really light ass row. Yeah. And it drives me crazy because I'll post. So at one point, and this is why he's giving me shit. At one point, I posted <laughs> a video with the explanation. And then I got he and I both got tagged in like six or seven uh, reaction videos that were absolutely horrific that week. And I didn't know what to do because I'm not going to reshare them. And I also never want to like publicly go on someone's page when they're being cool and be like, that was fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, so I would send him to him and I'm like, I guess I'm going to DM him and be like, I appreciate you doing this, but, but can you read? 
Um, so yeah, <laughs> it, but you know what else is funny about that, Scott? Is I've got a couple clients who were not the most athletic and like they couldn't do a fucking lateral raise to save their lives, like personal training clients back in the day. Um, and I mean, I'd spend months trying to get them to do like a lateral raise properly. I'd set them in for a rack chin, which is actually difficult, and they just do it flawlessly. And I'm like, no kidding. Why can't you do a ladder? Like I'm mad at them even more now about the ladder raise because they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? We got more in here. Should we jump into the? Uh, how about now? You guys probably don't see this end of things. Curious uh, as to how oh. drastically the free uh, supplement game declined this year. This is a great, is a great have, topic. Actually. This is a great topic. We talked about this sort of stuff all weekend. Yeah. Um, expos have transformed from what they used to be. Uh, we talked about this with like the management team and other athletes and other management guys from other teams. You know, when I'd walk over to Boost, it was like number one topic. They'd go, wow, like, you know, really changing, you know. Um, so the whole I remember when I first started doing all the expos with Mutant, it was like 2011 and 12. We kicked into gear. A lot of the booths were like like bars, like they would literally drop a bar where there was like all these servings of everything, right? And you could try every flavor and sample the shit out of everything. And it was all about getting the product into the consumer's mouth. And, yep. um, and they would just have people working those booths, right? Like, you know, fit people, they'd probably get, you know, their local fitness people that were kind of sponsored for free product or whatever, you know, to like work the booth. Um, maybe if they had an athlete, they would bring the athletes in, but it wasn't like the main focus of the booth. Um, but that's just not when, what this is about anymore. And then other booths would be like a store. So mm. they drop like a yeah, store selling. on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd walk in and they'd have like, you could buy five pounders of protein and all that sort of stuff. And then of course they had the FedEx set up in the corner. So you'd take everything you bought, you'd walk it over to the FedEx booth and you'd ship it back to yourself. Ooh. Okay. And then you wouldn't have to, wouldn't have to pack it back or whatever. So I remember they got to the point where they had that. But now, that's not what it's about at all. The entire expo is finally only about this. No kidding. That is yep. the entire expo. It's about the experience at the booth, the influencer, the social media person, the slash bodybuilder, slash huh. whatever they have, um, engaging with the fans and creating content and that sort of stuff. Um, I just, uh, I just don't think people do this anymore for a giant bag full of one like single serving samples. Like, you know, the giant bag game has even changed. Like, you used to see everyone had a giant bag stuffed full of free yep. shit. I got and now. Like yep. most people are, most people are walking around the expo with no bag at all. Check just this out. Around. This came up in my memories. This is from eleven years ago. This is yeah. this is my my loot from eleven years ago yeah. at the Arnold, two thousand eleven. A lot yeah. of shit. So yeah. now, shit. I'm super pumping. You got to remember too, though, <laughs> that now <laughs> even the the fan, so to speak, the spectator, is working. A lot of those people are doing their social media while they're there. Yeah, and they don't want to just be bogged down picking up shit and carrying it out of there. Huh. They're literally coming up. We have people filming us. And doing an interview or doing whatever they were doing for their social while they were there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's a cool thing because you know, some of the more I mean, there are a few guys that I recognize from being there for years, 
some of the really popular influencers are there on their own dime just walking the Arnold and doing what they do. That's what I've done. You know? Yeah. And the reason they don't need to sell stuff at the booth anymore is because everyone has a straight-to-consumer website now. So yeah. you don't need to go to the BSN booth and buy a five five-pounders to stock up. You just you just huh. go to the little the smaller BSN booth. You get maybe one single sample stapled to a card that has a 30% off code. And then when you get home, you mm -hmm. go to the website and you order something and you get 30% off and a bunch of free samples get thrown in the box. Yeah. And then yep. they don't have to carry all that shit. They don't have to fucking, you know, it's just streamlining everything, like less hassle. Yeah. Like our, our mutant booth is so streamlined now. Like there's not much at the booth. We got some shirts. We got some like, we'll have like some, you know, all in because that's the big product we're pushing now. And there's a, an, a uh, we had the the, the, the uh, mass challenge where you hold the bags out and, you know, you compete yeah. for prizes. And that was lined up the entire time. Like it never, ever stopped. It was so popular. People love that game. Yeah. And the people that won it, we gave them like great prizes. And they're just like, they come back to the booth to get their prize at the end of the day when you text them, you know, and they're just fucking so happy. They can't, you know, it's, it was pretty awesome. But it's all about the experience. It's all about yeah. the experience at the booth. You know? That's cool. So it, it's interesting how times have changed. You know, some people asked, I had a question here. It was, um, you know, do you think that next year's Arnold will be even worse was how they worded it. Huh. And I'm like, no, this was a great warm-up year coming back out of what we just went through. A lot of companies sat out because yeah. they're like, oh, we'll just see what happens. But it was totally worth it for us. It was fucking fantastic to be like totally worth I it. I was shocked and in the next opposite year, direction. I'm surprised people would say worse. I mean, we were stunned at how good it was. I was like, this is basic. Yeah, I like, was expecting it to be quieter know. and smaller. Yep. You know? That's cool to hear. I'm glad to hear that. That, that gives me hope because it's going to be, it's under new, basically new management now. And they things killed are, it. Things are going to change. So I'm glad to hear they're, they're yeah, management, they killed I feel, it. I feel like that management slayed it. Like, yeah. They can't control how many people came yeah. or how many people sat this out. But the, the it was streamlined. It was smooth. It was smooth for us getting in and out, getting our badges. The fans were all happy. Yeah. I would guess, Scott, that next year's Arnold would be what it was in 2019. Cool. I think it's going to be slammed. It'll Unless be I get married because again, so, I'll be there. If I was, well, so you Dusty better not I, mean something but, weird. <laughs> so Dusty and on? I spent some time when we, when Dusty and I went to the VIP lunch, because we had to go to the VIP lunch and rub elbows with all the VIPs and executives and stuff. Look at they still came back to talk to us. Yeah, how we got there. <laughs> yeah, so um, we went to the VIP lunch on Sunday and Brian Powers was there. And he's like, I don't want to give him the wrong title, but he's like the executive director or it's like big, big league. He's like runs, you know, runs, runs that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he runs that shit. And he was a coolest dude and he chatted with us forever. And I'd talked to him a few nights earlier because I uh, he came up to talk to Fuad about commentating. So I'd already met him. So anyways, he talked to us for a while. And he's not from the bodybuilding world, right? This is why the expo is going to be stepping up. Okay. Because they, they went outside the bodybuilding world and they got this guy and his team and they're from the Comic-Con world. Oh, okay. And he's like... Ooh, how small our like, expos are compared to that. Yeah. 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 He, he's, like, he's like, things are going to change. He's like, we've been doing Comic-Cons all around the world for a while and yeah. we know what we're doing. And this is going to be different. 
Like it's That's cool. We're, we're going to be, this is a rocket ship. These, these expos are going to be, there's a lot of room to grow this and make it amazing. So expect the, the Arnold expo to get like visually and, and sen- like sensory overload and more to see and do and more famous people and more variety of famous people too. Huh. You know, like I felt you know, like, think, him, like he, even that day, cause this was Sunday at like noon, one o'clock. He was already analyzing changes and what they were going to do. He was like talking out, like thinking out loud with us about some of the things they did this year, analyzing what they might do in the future. I was like, this guy does not fuck around. Like, no, like he, he was already said thinking. When we were, <laughs> yeah. When we were sitting, he's like, he's like, there's, there's, he goes, why did you start working out? And I go, well, you know, Conan, comic books, you know, that sort of stuff. And oh, David Bay was with him when the first night I met him. And then he goes, yeah, I mean, you know, guys your age, he goes, how old are you? And I go, 46. He goes, exactly. He goes, how, he goes, would you go to a booth that had Stallone and Dolph Lundgren at it with Rocky Four posters and get your fucking picture with him? Right. And I go, God damn, I would. And he goes, yep, that's exactly right. Why aren't Stallone and Dolph Lundgren here at a booth? And he goes, what about the crew from Marvel movies? They're, they're superheroes. Mm-hmm. What if they're here? Like, there's so much possibility. And I'm like, holy fuck, you know? And then David Bay said he was trying to get Van Damme and Bolo Young from Bloodsport. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Greatest movie. You know? Yeah. So anyways, that's the type of stuff they're thinking, right? I can see that because so they, they stepped it up with the, the the live stream, too, because they we didn't know who that guy was. I don't, you guys probably didn't see it, but they're on the live stream, they had a guy who was like an anchor, and he was holding it all together. And so they had all the personalities, we know, Janet and Fuad, and, you know, DJ and all, everybody else. But then this yeah. guy was running the show. So we looked him up and he is a sports newscaster. Uh, he does like the Olympics and stuff like that. So he knew how to like pull it together. He knew how to throw things to Fuad, it, you know, th- and they needed that, you know, instead of just having the great personalities, they needed to have somebody who could kind of anchor the thing. Uh, and and I think that that in itself was a huge step up. So I could see how they did the same thing with the expo too. That's cool. Which is yeah. what you do yeah, on this was... show, Scott. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> up next, we've got a question from. Yeah, we actually do. See? <laughs> Who's this? I, I don't even know what it is. Uh, I just grabbed all of them. A uh, question. Uh, another body or another training question. Do you suggest oh. a regular order to how I train? Uh, buys and brachialis like should i always do hammer curls first last reverse curls uh does it not matter so much dr phil so i i i like this question because i like i've i've read stuff specifically about this type of strategy for training like um so like i said i like i'm very interested so i've read stuff that says that technically if you do your hammer curls first, or this applies to your whole body, but biceps and brachialis are like, you know, they work together. So it applies to them. Yeah. If you do the brachialis first, your hammer curls first and exhaust that muscle, um, then technically when you do your bicep curls with your hand supinated, you know, loading, primarily mm-hmm. loading the biceps and kind of taking some brachialis away from it. Yeah. Um, your body will send more neural energy through the bicep to make up for the fact that brachialis is tired 
Right. So there's actually more neural drive through your bicep. Hmm. And if you have activation problems, that actually means better activation. So anyways, I thought that was interesting. So if someone's having a hard time with their biceps, then the strategy would be to do the hammer curls first and exhaust the brachialis so that it doesn't help. Hmm. You know right. what I mean? And there's people use that strategy for, you know, other areas of their body as well. But it would be, but it's not very commonly used. Like, think about it. That would be, mean like, you know, technically if you did, you know, triceps first and then train chest, you'd be sending more neural drive to your pecs to make up for your weak triceps. But not many people employ that strategy, right? Because it would be a real ego destroyer. Yeah, like because now you're doing 185 on the incline. <laughs> right. And then does it actually mathematically mean more overload because of the neural drive? Or is the math just now so much less weight? Yeah, I feel like with a muscle like that, the math would get thrown off because you're just not yeah, who is pushing the question, same. Right? I'm just spitballing. Yeah. I'm just spitballing as whether that's something that actually pays off in the end or not right because you know theoretically is one thing but then you know whether it actually pays off is another hmm. so yeah i don't know i don't that's have the answer great. i've always done my hammer curls last but you know that's just <laughs> i was gonna say something. that's the funniest part is as you said i'm like well i always had shitty biceps now i always did them last son of a bitch <laughs> yeah 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 hey never know all right Might yeah, be something like, we i never wanted to do the reverse curls last because i really cranked that wrist at the top and my forearms were shot Mm. when i would finish yeah. those i'm like Me i'm too. done yeah you know i've been doing those again the return of the reverse easy bar <laughs> that's an old like, school are movement. you do, do you do higher yeah. reps or what do you do i always do like 20s with those. yeah i try to get to 20s and i use like a like a 60 or a, a 70 and i do them super strict huh yeah and i and that's i right. flex I my triceps at the bottom i flex my triceps at the bottom but i hold the bar away from my thigh Oh, okay. So there's always a bit of tension, you know, so I kind of hold the bar out in front of me just a bit. And then I just fucking super strict curl it. Yeah. Those are great. Right. I love those too. Okay. we got a natty versus enhanced question here. Uh, what's the difference? Uh, do you, at, what differences do you as coaches experience in training, uh, dieting, natural versus enhanced athletes in regards to training, frequency, volume, et cetera, and nutrition? as well well not I mean, not much not a ton <laughs> i was gonna say it's really not a ton because i'm a huge proponent of training less anyhow and you're gonna have a hard time getting below four days of training a week mm. i think the only i'll tell you what i do run into sometimes and i love this about a lot of my natty clients is they want to train so hard or so high volume to somehow make up for their lack of enhancement. So you have to remind them that's not how it works. You know, you, you can't, right. you know, you can't out you, you working more with less ability to recover. Doesn't make sense. You just have to trust that it's, it's not about how many sets you do or how many workouts you do, but what you do with those sets. So that's what we hyper analyze is the execution of every single set. And I think that that, I mean, that goes for both sides, but I do find that a lot of natural guys are very clear that they don't have that. So they're, they're focused, but in that same mentality, it becomes the, well, then I'll just work harder and we have to fight them on that. You know, what about you? Yeah, I tend to, I tend to start natty guys exactly the same. Like I start their diets the same as anyone else. And mm -hmm. where you go from there is just based on the feedback. 
Yep. Some guys get in shape with lots of food. Some guys got to diet super hard. Um, I don't spend any time really thinking, oh, this guy's natty. Like once we were rolling, we're rolling. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. obviously I think, oh, he's natty at the beginning. I'm like, okay, he's natty. I got to know that. But at that point, then it's just, it's noise. I just don't even consider it. You just, it's all about manipulating calories in and calories out, managing training volume to a degree, which I try not to complicate. It's not like I have 10 different levels of training volume that I have people cycle through. (laughs) I just basically tell people like, okay, let's back it down a little or let's raise it up a little. You know, it's very, very, I'm not like the spreadsheet guy, but it's the same uh, with your hands guys though, right? Like I have mine actually list on their check-in. One of the questions is essentially, what are you on? Because I need it on the forefront of my mind when they check in, but sometimes they're surprised because they'll ask, in it, you know, so I'll look and I'm like, oh, you're not on anything. And I'll have them say, if you're natural, just write NA so I know to never ask. Like, oh, we're still on right. nothing. Like, we're never on anything. Okay, got it. Because <laughs> yeah. some of these guys are, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you have to look at that. And then the other factor is just like you were saying, Ron, as far as the adjustment with food, it's the same with the enhanced guys. Like, if it's working, we change nothing. I'm like, oh, I guess we'll just yeah. do 200 milligrams of test. Fine. <laughs> you're growing. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see this like there's yep. we have just less tools to toggle through. Like if you're thinking about a contest prep, I might factor in if we were using, say, clan in T3, then we might make a, a clan change and then a diet change and a cardio change. You know, like each each time we need to make changes and you just have less tools to toggle through if you're not using those other options. So you lean more mm-hmm. into the diet, more into the cardio or whatever, you know, right. Uh, we had a, mm-hmm. so many, like I'm literally, we did get this one. It's kind of more of a comment. I uh, just wanted to say thank you. A few weeks back, you guys suggested taking uh, days off as opposed to lifting seven days a week. Strength started going up again. Uh, new stretch marks on my shoulders. So <laughs> I can't believe you listened. Like that's a hard thing to do. You know what I mean? Like when people are training seven days and then listen to a podcast and actually follow that advice and train less, that's. It took a lot, you know. Yeah, man. It's funny how, how it many works. days you're training now. Probably six. <laughs> Probably six. <laughs> six and a half, and I do caps and abs on the seventh day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go to five. Let's go to five with that one, and we'll just see. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, the thing is, is yeah, when you go to from seven days a week down to like five, you'll notice that your workouts are more focused and you're more excited to train and everything's just more intense and, and you just build from there. Yeah. You know, fact, you know, what we didn't talk about Reagan. Uh, Steve-O says, uh, what's up with Reagan? How did he look in person? Awesome. I thought Reagan looked awesome. He's, he's an awesome bodybuilder. Like he really does have one of the nicest, most pleasing physiques in the world at this point and uh he's you know world-class physique um i don't know what they want from him i think they want i think they want his arms a little bigger hmm. and they want his back a little thicker but i mean god the shape and the structure and how he looks when he poses and his back double bicep how it lays out you know the hams and glutes and the back and like He's got everything. And I think Reagan still has like 
you know, I know he's been pro for a few years now and people are waiting for him to move into like the very top spots, which obviously he's won a couple shows and stuff. So that's, it's been to the Olympia and stuff. Won one show? Did he win one show or two shows now? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. I know Anyways, he's won one, but I can't remember. He, he's, he's like very, very dangerous. Very, very yeah, My dangerous. answer is simple. He's one of the very best on the planet for sure. He's, yeah. So I think people don't you know, realize and, is how good that yeah. very top group is. And breaking through that takes time. I mean, he's still young. And I mean, I'll be honest, like looking up at that group of people. And if, if somebody said to me, all right, you're a, you're going to become a bodybuilder and you want to run with us, whose physique do you want? I mean, I'll be honest. I'd be like, it'd be Regan and Steve. Hmm. Like those are two guys that have the kind of frame that you're like, man, if it just keeps going, it's going to, it's scary. I think, yeah. I think in his yeah. physique to me is one of the prettiest out there. And I feel like he's improving every show. Like we said that when he came out, I was like, damn, he looks good. Like, yeah, if I, I had care. to walk around, if I had to walk around oh, God, either yes. one in, in anybody's physique, I would take yeah. Regan's or Steve's because they're both like, you know, same height as me. And uh, I'm a little taller, but, you know, I kind of, you know, I liked being six, six foot my whole life. So I'd want to stay that way, you know, but they're, they're up there, but it's uh, very impressive. You know, his condition, sure. he could have been a, a touch thinner skin, but he still had like shredded glutes. Like he wasn't like, like Regan wasn't was no knock. off in like an off no. way at all. He just looked a little young. Like, I don't know what to say. He fucking looks awesome. There'll, be, there'll come a day when he's just that tad bit grainier with a little bit more mass and everyone will be like, holy fuck. And he'll win it and he'll win like a, like a bigger show, you yeah. know? Yeah. I can so, see that. Here's, here's one that's kind of, uh, well, as he says, odd question. Do you think bodybuilding competitions could fit in some performance stuff like the three big lifts? <laughs> no, if you drive. No. I like the idea, no. but the injuries would be out of control. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're not, I mean, I tell people after shows, like, do not be excited and to, to train until wednesday yeah like even if they got another show coming i'm like all right you can go to the gym but like go through the motions and we need to get hydrated we got to get hydrated like yeah that body is waiting to go sideways yeah we had one yeah. um from the patreon so i wanted to make sure we got that in here oh damn yes had, we do uh yeah frank i believe it was he had asked um and it was in reference to this contest the arnold uh two-day shows how do you how have you managed or how would you manage with your clients um, a two day show versus a one day show? Like what's the, what's the real difference there? Well, um, I mean, it just depends on how the first day goes. Hopefully you're peaked perfectly for prejudging and everything looks great. And at that point, I mean, like for example, I had a guy do two, a two day show a little while ago and he looked fantastic and it went perfectly well and uh so actually it was two shows it was it was two shows two days in a row because he won the pro card and then did the toronto oh, yeah. pro the next day it was it was ditto mm -hmm. so what yeah. we did was he was down to like i think he was having like 200 mils of water with each meal on friday you know like he had like he drank a lot so he drank all day friday he was doing like a right. liter with each meal like fucking flush 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 and then I think it was like six o'clock PM or something. I cut it to two fifty mils per meal. And 
he just did that and pissed all night, obviously, and woke up in the morning nice and dry. We actually had to rehydrate a little bit to get his weight up a bit. And then he went to the morning show and looked awesome. And then I just said, okay, well, you know, you're kind of where you need to be. So let's do just 500 mils per meal and just try to hold your weight. And he just sort of stayed mm. the same for like 24 hours and looked a little bit fuller the next day. Cause we put like another liter or two in hmm. like right. there was no real dehydration with him. It was just like lowered it and then put it back up again. Kind of got to flush you out a bit. Like after the first show, he drank like a liter or two liters or something and then kick, bring it back mm. down. And, you know, you want to make sure you stay pissing and all that stuff, you know, and it's just kind of like that. It's just kind of water management. It's just kind of holding. There's nothing radical or anything. If you're in shape, um, you got to make sure you don't like over dry and get flat for the second day. If you're doing a two day show and you got to make sure mm -hmm. you don't like eat too much shit. Some people go crazy after prejudging and look like garbage the next day. You got to just manage your look. But hopefully it's just kind of a whole lot of doing nothing different. Yeah. You know, you do have to yeah. put some fluid say, in after the first, the first day, like you yeah. do prejudging on Friday or whatever. You got to put like a liter or two in right after the show and get the body flushing. So you're pissing, 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 get those hormones all settled out. And, uh, and then you can like kind of lock it back down again. Yeah. All right. That's well, my thing. Anyway, you got anything you wanted to add to that dusty? No, All right. <laughs> we, we, we also came up with the same coaches at the same time. So it's very, <laughs> almost identical. I'm like, and that's what we do. Okay, perfect. Oh, how was I've meeting? had a few that you keep grinding, but that's it. How was, oh, Jamie. Yeah. Jamie Johal. Jamie, how was meeting was, Jamie the Giant in person? It's fucking garbage. Garbage experience. <laughs> we only had him yeah. around us the entire weekend. Uh, he, he only came by the booth and we just literally made him put his stuff down and he was an honorary mutant for like two hours we probably took 100 or 200 pictures with him and uh and he's just a class human all the way around that's cool answer. yeah really good dude i just i saw him at the at the meet and greet and uh he was all dressed up like a proper G british gentleman nice and um i said what are you doing he's like well i just i came on my own you know, I'm, I'm just came on my own. I just wanted to meet people, network. I thought it would be a career move, you know, write it off on the business. <laughs> yep. And I was like, fucking A, you know? So he wound up hanging out with us like the whole time. And then I said, hey, man, like you came all this way. Why don't you, we got a bit of room. Why don't you park your shit in the mutant booth for a few hours and take pictures with people and just make your trip worthwhile? Like, you know, we don't, we're not asking for anything from you. You're free to just stand here. You don't have to wear a shirt or anything, but you can like really get in a bunch of pictures and, so he did that a few, a couple of times, had a lot of fun. And, cool. um, yeah, he was popular at the expo day, Dusty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I, I actually had a few people that I know come clients that had no idea how big he is because he's six, five. Um, but also has like, you know, his shoulders are, it's, you know, six feet across. And then he's got a small waist, so he just looks menacing in person. He, his V taper in person is is crazy. Like I'm also impressed. He's got the most his, extreme. What about his limbs? I mean, he's got these long ass arms, but they still got to be 21 inches. I mean, they look they look like they're 24 oh, inches because they might be so wacky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's nuts, huge, man. Nuts in person. Yeah, we he's don't the biggest guy that. at the expo, other than like 
like there'll be some strong men that are bigger, like you know, big huge four hundred pound guys. But Jamie yeah. Joe Hall is like the biggest guy at the expo for sure. That's cool for bodybuilders. Ron, do you have any any like funny questions? Because I know your people that message you have a sense of humor, and we've got my a lot people. Of, yeah, we've got a lot of like our people, people here. Our people here are, are they're very very bodybuilding centric, very which I appreciate that you know. Uh, but we got a lot of bodybuilding questions here. I'll throw this one up for you, Dusty, while while you guys are kind of considering that. Uh, do you believe that GDAs are truly effective for cheat meals during a calorie deficit? Um, have had great luck with metformin, but cannot access anything other than supplements now. I think berberine works pretty good in, in comparison to metformin, personally. I, I, I was going to say, I think that here's what I'll, I'll say. They're not magic, so don't don't think that you're magically making the calories go away. <laughs> but if you you know if you factor in what they do to blood glucose levels and things like that, they absolutely work. I was a not I don't say a non-believer because I understand the science, but it it just seemed like another fucking thing to take. Uh, and then when I was sponsored with Condemned, I took them, and I could actually tell. I could literally tell a difference in how I felt using them when I'd go out and have like a big high carb meal or something i was like oh okay i definitely don't feel the jump in the crash yeah and i know exactly what that means with the body so yeah they absolutely work toss them in the mix just don't i think it's one of those things that I, the only thing i press for with clients and people is don't treat them like they're magic that's like the guys who think that they're just going to throw in diuretics at the end and that'll make them lose fat yeah like, you're still fat fatty Relax. Um, but yeah, one, properly, one, it definitely yeah. is a help. So when people say, does it work? You can go, well, here's like, like for example, chromium picolinate is a, is a great GDA. It increases insulin sensitivity. I mean, we mm -hmm. just know it does. Um, cinnamon. Cinnamon also has an effect on insulin sensitivity. We've got lots of studies that show that it does move the needle slightly. So, are these things enough to notice like notice like where you actually notice probably not like mm -hmm. you know you'd have like what do you would you know were you going to feel it no you're not going to feel anything but we know that if you include them for like a four-month prep and use them every day it should move the needle on your insulin sensitivity your insulin output the amount of insulin that's overall for that entire long period of time four months you know that cumulative amount of time maybe you wind up leaner with another couple of striations in your glutes or something so we have to stop thinking like does it work like am i going to notice it well no you're not going to notice it but if it's running in the background for five months straight while you're working hard then you it probably will contribute like i don't know if it moves the needle that much do you want it and then maybe something else you're doing moves the needle that much and something else you're doing moves the needle that much if think like that yeah I, like I always that. think backwards too, because you could say the same about would two chocolate chip cookies a week kill my prep? Probably right. not, hmm. but it's definitely the wrong direction. So, do yeah. you want to do that? You know, I mean, because right. it's like when clients think they're getting away with something. I'm like, well, it did hurt you. If you did that every week for the 12 weeks, we're going the wrong way, you know? Yeah. yeah. What well, one thing I want to mention, I see on the side here, the one guy, Ralph, he says Reagan had COVID during his prep. He looked his best last November at the Legion mm -hmm. when he took second to Sean. And um, 
it's it's an interesting point he mentions reagan had covid because a lot of guys had covid yeah. like akeem pulled out because of covid akeem came and talked to us about how he was sick for two weeks he didn't train Yep. And um, and then we talked to same, Terrence same Ruffins Terrence. and Terrence. Yep. Yeah, Terrence told us. So get this. Terrence said he was 180 at the Olympia or last year when he won. What did he say? 180 last year. I can't year remember. Right? It was, it was down last 10 year. pounds from then. Yeah. Okay. Wow. No kidding. But he, 10 pounds. He said he was 180 last year and 170 this year. Holy because shit. Because of COVID. Holy shit. And he's a, he's a, he's like, he's not a big guy, man. Yeah. So, ten pounds on his frame is a ton. That's so crazy. He, he's gonna he's gonna look way better at the Olympia because he's got some weight to gain back. He just said he couldn't gain the weight back because he was dieting, right? Yeah. And because yep. it hit him, he had COVID when he was dieting, so he just couldn't gain the weight back. Huh. I didn't know that. How about this one? Speaking yeah. of him, uh, just curious, why is it that most of the classic guys lower are lower body dominant? And lacking in arms, I always remember the classic era guys having plenty of gnarly arms. And I feel like some of those guys have pretty good arms. I do know what he means, though. Like I, I see I get the, uh, a couple of guys that I, I, I get what he says, and he is kind of right. Like when I look at classic bodybuilding, because of what it's supposed to be and how they've written it out with the body weights and everything. I sort of, when I see a guy who's got like real big arms and maybe his legs are great, but they're not like crazy. Yeah. I think, oh, that guy's got like, that guy, that guy's going to do great in classic. But if I see a classic guy with giant quads and weak arms, I don't think the same thing. Hmm. So right. Gotta- yeah. I know what you mean, but I, th- I think what it comes down to is the classic is the reference point. Hmm, because yeah. if you look back, I mean, not that you want to have weak arms or strong legs or vice versa. But they they want the balance now that wasn't as obsessive back then because if you were to take Arnold and drop him on a stage now, I'm not saying being competitive, obviously, but the first thing a judge would say is you need to bring your legs up. Hmm, yeah. Like for sure, because the game has changed. And the classic is we want that classic look plus. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I think they you know, they want the Arnold um, upper body if they can, but they, they definitely don't want him purposely lagging in the legs. And I think a lot of the reason right now, my my answer to that question is a lot of the sport that are great classic guys now, they started their quest to become bodybuilders. Now, they might have cut it short because classic came in a few years ago, but legs was an obsession early in their chase. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, what you've really got is you look at a guy like Bunsed and he is the standard and you got to have both. Yeah. Yeah. Terrence was you know, like that's all what I always go back to. Terrence was like all oh, yeah. at first, you know, when he first started, mm-hmm. but incredible. Like he could compete. I don't know. I, I feel like I remember there was a point in bodybuilding early on where I was like, you know what? If I have to be unbalanced, I would rather be a guy that had really big legs. I feel like you get if you have a like little legs and an upper body and I'm just speaking bodybuilding in general, you don't get as much respect as if you you know, because you're off. You, you know, you're still not a big guy then if you're missing half your body. But if you have like crazy wheels and your upper body is just like eh, kind of slight, you still are like, hell yeah, that guy's a badass. You know what I mean? Right. I <laughs> we used to say, Scott, you'll like love that, this. We used like to say, that German uh, cyclist. Yeah. If yeah. you saw if you saw a guy in the gym, and he had big baggy pants on and a tank top with big arms. You would say to yourself, I wonder if he has big legs. Yeah, but if you saw a guy in like short shorts that were fucking massive and a giant hoodie, you're like, I know his fucking arms are big. 
<laughs> because you just know, like, you didn't build those legs and you decided not to train chest really hard or something. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I know the hell it took to get those legs, so everything else must be pretty fucking good. I should uh, I should tell mm-hmm. people to thank you, by the way. Uh, Carolyn said, how does it feel to be married? Uh, elbow Aww. cough. I got, I got to tell you, we had so many people that had commented and stuff on all the shows recently. So I wanted to say thank you to everybody for all of your well wishes and everything because it has been really cool. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but I met Victoria on a podcast. So people actually saw us like together for the very first time, like my first meeting with her was on the air. And, and then I guess I talked about it on bodybuilding nerds and people told me they were like, when we started dating, people were like, you had a crush on her since forever. Cause I talk about the shows and talk about the people and stuff. So people had kind of been around. You kept so- leaning towards one person a little bit more. <laughs> so you didn't talk about my show very much. I can tell you that. <laughs> I, I noticed there was a comment early on. It said, uh, the streets lost a good one. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> that's a classic. sad day. That's a the streets lost a good one. No. Oh, that's good shit. Now. Hey, now here's a question. During the wedding, was there any concealed carry happening? She asked me ahead of time not to carry at the wedding. So she it had one on her leg, up? right? No. <laughs> yeah, it came up. But <laughs> but there's a but there. I had my duffel bag not far away. Just not to have it in far, the car. Just you know? in case. More like, I knew nothing was gonna happen at, at the greenhouse, but hey, you gotta get in the car and drive to the next venue and get a have... Michigan. Anything can happen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, that was very important. I saw I saw you guys doing the deed with you know the, the, the you dressed up and stuff, and I thought, eh, <laughs> I wonder. I'm looking down at your I'm looking down by your by your ankle to see if maybe you got an ankle holster on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's a little bit of something in there. I don't know. I, I figured there was be you know there'd be some kind of firearm involved. Yeah, yeah. He was very uncomfortable without it. That's for sure. Yeah, oh, I, I was stuff. thankfully it was I we made it. We made it. I didn't have a gun on me. We didn't need a gun, so we're good. We're good. You got time for one more? Sure. Yes, one more. Do you guys have We've a good one? A while now. Do you guys We've have been... like a, a, a funny question? Anything like that? I want to know like would you rather something or something and you don't want to do either? We need a <laughs> we need something like that. Maybe one of our people has one. Uh, otherwise, I have another body. Anyone have like a merry fuck kill we could do with something food like or... that? Yeah, with food. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll. Hey, why don't we just ask them? We'll just ask them. That's right. Let's we'll see. just hang out. Post, Wait, somebody uh, fire up a merry and... fuck kill that has to do with food. Yeah, let's just see a few. See a few come up. We'll see what we'll we'll see what someone can give us. All right. So we'll, we'll have to do something else though in the meantime while while we wait. Thousands, thousands. Of, you know, the, the, they're all typing. They're all typing, yes. racing to see who gets pulled up by Scott. While they're thinking about that, I'll ask you uh, this question, Ron, because it's another training question. Uh, did your back workout look exactly like Dorian's in your prime one set, um, or was it like a top set, back off set type deal? Um, yeah, I, I sort of found success. Like I did Dorian's volume for, I did try his level of volume, but I always wound up raising it a little bit. So like where he would do four sets for body part, I would do like six. 
You know, I would double up on the odd exercise. Like on hacks, I do two work sets, but on other things I might do one. So it was a little bit more volume and the back workout was probably where I sort of added the most volume. Um, probably, mm-hmm. you know, probably two to every one of his sets. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's how it kind of looked exactly the same structure. I did the same types of movements and everything. It was very much the same. I remember when I got the video, the only difference was my gym at the time didn't have a hammer row. So I was doing one arm dumbbell rows, but that was the only difference when I got the video. I felt so. pretty famous that Natalia's watching our live, by the way. She's awesome, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my goodness, really? One of the yeah. best in the world. Yeah, ah. one of the best. She's one of she's definitely one of my favorites. She's my favorite classic physique. Uh, excuse me, uh, women's physique. She's amazing. Um, right. All right, so we Which did have basically ooh. classic physique for women, right? We had a few that we've got. We've got a few that popped up here, so I, I don't know where we want to go with this. Uh, ice cream or cake? Pick one forever. That's one question. Um, uh, then fuck, Mary, kill, peanut butter, Nutella, honey, and then oh, that's easy for me. Morgan also easy. asks sushi, pasta, pizza. So you guys have to pick one of those. Sounds like Dusty, you found. Your jam there, dude. I've got. I'm doing a few yeah. of them. These are easy. Okay. All right. So, so, so peanut butter. Killing honey. I'm fucking Nutella because I don't need her on the regular, but when she comes through, I love her. <laughs> and peanut butter every night, baby. We're in this together unless the, Nutella's around. I, I'm the same. I'm, Nutella would be the mistress that I banged when I'm in Vegas, and uh, <laughs> and then peanut butter would be the everyday driver definitely yeah and i just love it right every single day just like the first and honey never need to see ever again we should just get rid of honey because normal people people like if you get somebody who doesn't know anything about dieting and they're like oh yeah i followed your plan a hundred percent but i also added a tablespoon of honey to my tea every hour on the hour it's supposed to be really good for yeah, my really blood healthy. or whatever they say Real healthy like, <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all what's right. another one i thought yeah. morgan put one up too Yes, he's got a yeah, sushi, pasta, pizza. Go, Ron. Easy. Um, I marry pizza. Mm. I fuck pasta. And I kill sushi. I'm with you. Wow. Yeah. I'm with you. See, 100%. now that's interesting. Because I'm, I would marry sushi because I can eat it every day. Um, and pizza would be my mistress. Because pasta for me only counts if I have something in it. I need like shrimp or chicken. Like pasta alone, just I don't need it in my life. So right, right. There we go. If I was bodybuilding, if I'm talking about bodybuilding and I'm trying to like make a diet work, then I would marry this, the, marry the pasta, and I would. Oh yeah, no, it has nothing to do with the but, that. It's just my, for me, pasta without something in it. Eh, it's yeah. Eh. I know what you're saying. So what about the ice cream or cake one? Choose yeah, one forever. We've got yeah one one final ice question cake. for the show here. One important question: ice cream. Ice cream I'm doing or cake. ice cream for sure. Yeah, because I can do so much with it. I can put shit on it. I can throw my treats on there. I can go for days with ice cream. We're good. He does say yes. though he had a caveat in there. So cake includes pastries and muffins. Is that still all right? Oh, you just that doesn't even the same thing anymore. <laughs> now I've got a fucking variety. Because do I get? Oh wow, that's tough. Huh. Pastry. I like I say pastries. I say if a gun if a gun's to my head, I have to still go with ice cream. Yeah. Oh, the cool the cool. All the varieties the cool of ice cream. No more butter tarts then. That's a pastry, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's a pastry. Ice cream. Okay, okay. But still, ice cream all the way. Scott, jam into your ice cream. It's amazing. All right, yes. there we go. I'm glad we hit up with something that finally mattered after all that useless two hours. Get something important. Answer. Yeah, important in there, right? <laughs> yeah. So I want to thank everybody for joining us on the live. We had a lot of fun. We don't do these often. We just did it because we couldn't record Monday. So it's nice to have an out so we can still come out on time because we all know that in the world of YouTube, consistency is king. Yeah. So we want to make sure we don't miss weeks and, you know, and miss a week. So we just, you know, we apologize. But we uh, definitely, it's awesome to be back traveling. The highlight of the trip was seeing Dusty Hanshaw live and well. And uh, you know what? The trick's Good on you, man. I, I'm, I might be, I might make more V-neck shirts. You got to do a V-neck right? shirt just to show off that. Get him out there, you know. <laughs> hey, don't cover My near death everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, just a fucking reminder, you know. Got to work hard today. So, um, yeah, and some amazing conversations with some of you guys. Like some of the stuff you guys told us. Um, you know, we we didn't want to get you know. I had people tell me pretty personal stories, like we, the show helped them through stuff and and all that sort of shit. So. I do appreciate that we're not just talking about, you know, assholes and, and, and weed all the time. Um, I meant assholes like actual assholes, not like jerks. Um, but it's, uh, it is fun when those topics come up, but it's nice to know that people get, you know, get more out of the show. So thank you very much. And uh, I guess we'll see you again next week, right, guys? Anything to add before we go? Yes. I think that's it. Like. Yes. Share. And subscribe, guys. We have all sorts of podcasts coming out. So if you're new here, we would love to have you along for all of them. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. Uh, oh, and Dusty. And comment. Yeah. Don't say hit the I, bell. That's I fine. said I did Dusty's Bring the part. Bell. <laughs> Thank you, there Dusty. You you I was go. waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, thanks, everybody. And remember, Dusty Hanshaw's shirts are available. Fuck attention and yeah. respect. I just had to plug that for you, buddy. Okay, sister. it's just bodybuilding. <laughs>